1: Hi there, I'm Sheldon McLeod with the SaltWire Network, and I wanted to, well, first of all, take note that I'm here in my office in the city for a change, uh, and this news release came out this morning, actually, I heard this, uh, that we have a new president, a new president for Doctors Nova Scotia, and that's the advocacy group on behalf of physicians in this province, and I really thought um, it's, it's an op awesome opportunity for us to introduce you to Dr. Heather Johnson. Uh, she has taken on this new role as the spokesperson. Well, there's there's a president, then there's a past president, and there's a president-elect. So you are taking on the role. Uh, Dr. Johnson, thank you very much for speaking with me.
0: It's lovely to be here.
1: And uh, you're in the Bridgewater area. And how, can you talk a little bit uh, to the how this all came to be, why it was that you were were interested in running for this role?
0: Over the past several years, since 2010, I've been involved with Doctors Nova Scotia uh, in various committees. And and I've acquired enough knowledge, I think, over the 10 or 11 years that I thought maybe I should get involved at a more senior leadership level. Uh, 2018, 2019, I was involved in negotiations. And I learned a lot about the physicians in our province and some of the challenges that they face. So my practice is in a good position right now. My Kids are all a little bit older and independent, so I thought this was a good time to put my name forward. And
1: what do you and- see? What do you see this role as? What do what you you know? Trying to what is it that you hope to accomplish?
0: Um, well, we've just had a really unusual year. Everybody in Nova Scotia has just had a really unusual year. So there's some work to connect the profession, help support them, work with doctors to help them interface with our health partners at Nova Scotia Health and Department of Health and Wellness um, to help Think about ways we can recruit new physicians, help with uh, some of the issues facing us right now, some of the challenges that we have moving forward. Recruitment is always something that we're talking about on a day to day basis. Virtual care, how that's changed the face of medicine here. Uh, Equity, diversity, inclusion that's always uh, in the last year has been such a topic of conversation and how it impacts. Patients and how it impacts other physicians. So there's there's really all kinds of things brewing that I'm probably going to be involved in through the year.
1: And taking note of some of those things that you brought up right now. And I'm curious, virtual care. I know that uh, the the premier has said, well, it would take legislation, and you know, politically, it's not uh, likely that that's going to happen before an election that it becomes law. So how do you advocate for for virtual care? given what we've just gone through and how we've learned from that and and is it is it more or less stressful on a a family physician to have not just um more patients per day but perhaps in a different way virtually and i'm kind of curious if if that's a good thing or a bad thing from the doctor's perspective
0: um it was virtual care will never replace face-to-face care face-to-face care is part of the reason most of us went into medicine we make a connection with the patient they make a connection with us and there's lots of our jobs lots of pieces of our jobs we can only do when we're in person but there are also those pieces that you can do over a, a zoom call or over the telephone um, that let you connect with patients in a way where they can be at their house or they can be in i had a conversation with the lady in the line at the grocery store uh, she said, "Well, I'll leave my grocery and go out to the car, and we'll have a chat." So, so there are, for many ways, they're convenient for patients, and there's lots of things that we can do that uh, that doesn't require seeing the person face to face. As for the impact on the physician, um, it's it's a different feeling at the end of the day if you haven't seen a single real life person to after spending all day on Zoom, but that's a that's something that everybody's dealing with these days who has changed the way they work because of the pandemic. Uh, One of the pieces that might be really interesting going forward is the ability to do care, not with you and I both on a Zoom call, but uh, asynchronous virtual care, we call that. So you send an email, I'm having this side effect or I'm having this problem, and I can respond at a different time and say, well, this is what's going on Have you thought about this? And have you tried this? And maybe we need to do this. So there can be communication that actually is is done without people being involved at the same time. So Mm -hmm. there's there's lots of options that are pretty exciting.
1: Can you be an advocate without being an adversary? We know that, or at least I know from speaking with past presidents of Doctors Nova Scotia, there are times where, you know, you mentioned contract negotiation, where, you know, what it's not the best deal, but it's the best deal we can get. So when when you're putting yourself forward as an advocacy group, as an agency, do you have to be adversarial?
0: I don't think you have to be adversarial. I think, uh, I think a great deal of this is going to be the most successful if we can actually work together. Uh, I think we will be better as the sum of our parts than each trying to advance our own agenda. And and that's all about communication and how you position yourself when you're speaking to people and, and what you bring to the table when you sit down. So I don't think you have to be adversarial uh, on many things. I think there's chances for partnerships.
1: When you bring up doctor recruitment or you bring up the fact that in this news release from doctors nova scotia there are sixty-five thousand nova scotians who don't have a primary care fac- uh, facilitator uh, and and that's creating issues that emerge that's creating issue with long-term care all of that is that's why i'm asking you know it has to become political or does it in order for something as severe or serious as having access to primary health care how do you move that needle without it being at least in some ways you know an advocate for some adversarial Relationships all the political parties want to get elected and they all have you know a vested interest in in making for the best province and and the best health care system I
0: I Think you have to believe that everybody has the heart of the the best interest of Nova Scotians at heart when you sit down at this table and And nobody wants to come to a province or stay in a province or work in a system where there's infighting between the health system partners so I would say that although oftentimes negotiations can be adversarial by their nature, we're better served uh, to not go down that path, but to actually try and work together. We have lots of information about what works for physicians. Department of Health has ideas about how they might deal with people who have return of service contracts or or, so they have ideas. Nova Scotia Health has different ideas about how they want to organize healthcare delivery. And if we can come together as a system in a way that's collaborative, I think we will have a better outcome every time.
1: Uh, previous uh, presidents have uh, talked about, discussed, have advocated for a, a revamp of the fee-for-service. Is that on your agenda?
0: Um, there are other payment, so I spent a lot of time talking about this at the last negotiations. There are other payment models that are being worked on now uh, as we speak. There are alternate payment plans that are already in place and the new uh, payment models may help. They're modeled similar to um, uh, payment models from Ontario uh, would be the most common, obvious Canadian choice. And they, we're working on those with Department of Health to see what they might look like in practice. And to try and use them to help uh, support uh, the physicians that are in practice and come up with uh, ways to sort of expand their ability to attach attach patients and provide better care.
1: It's all intertwined. The entire everything is related, and and it's uh, sometimes as some I'm an outsider. I, the only time I'm an insider is if I'm a patient, and and what I see and and what others see sometimes is that acute care. Uh, if you're in a real bad space in a real bad place, the system responds quite quickly. It's it's the long term access to, access to 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 health care that seems to be the challenge here. So um, I can only guess that uh, you know, Doctor Johnson, through your experience. Uh, The last year has been, I hate to say it, unprecedented. Uh, Just, I guess, on that note, you know, coming into this role at this time and, you know, you're going to have lots of opportunity to speak with Nova Scotians through the media. Uh, Not all of it is going to be about a pandemic. So, uh, you know, thanks for, for speaking with me. And I'm just curious, you know, what how has the last 15 or so months changed the way you do your work?
0: um it's done a couple of things differently about the way i do my work because i now have to i don't see my colleagues in the office we used to always be together and have conversations what would you do here what would you do there and now that's kind of gone away so some of the collegiality of medicine has has been taken away it's starting to come back uh but it has been that's changed um one of the things that i started at the beginning of the pandemic was to work uh, at social regional at the hospital uh, as the medical site lead they needed somebody there to help coordinate a lot of the covid response and a lot of the administrative work we there was just so much new happening so i actually took over that role and i've been there for 15 months so that's another piece another learning activity that i've spent the last 15 months doing
1: well, I do thank you for taking some time today. Glad we worked out the technology to have this possible today. As I point out, normally I'd be in Hebb's Cross. And are you are you in the Bridgewater area right now? Where I am again? right
0: in the smack dab middle of Bridgewater. <laughs> well,
1: again, uh, thank you very much for speaking with me today about this. And again, I look forward to our next conversation. All
0: right. Have a lovely day. You too. Bye.
1: Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in.